What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and here we are. We're back again, recapping episode 10 of Survivor Michigan Wolverine Wars. And join with me here, as always, Dustin King. What's up, everybody? Y'all know that uh, a dog's got to eat, so. <laughs> yep. That's a dog-eat-dog world out there. <laughs> you know, I used to think that phrase, I know now that it's dog-eat-dog, yeah. but I thought it was, when I was younger, I always thought it was like doggy-dog world. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty sure I thought the same thing, too. I was like, I mean, it makes sense to me, I guess. But anyways, doggy dog world, yeah. let us know if you always thought that or are we just weird <laughs> please yeah we can't be the only ones hit us up on twitter let us know all right so uh we're gonna break the mold here a little bit jump straight into it because we have to talk about ivy and her plan to blindside dale it was a good plan until she was stupid and went and talked to jackson oh my god i was like she's gonna do it she's she's gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen dale's gonna get blindsided with two idols oh my god like she's got shannon on board she's got uh cat on board she's got nate that's four out of seven she's that's the majority she's good she's golden she's got mm-hmm. the numbers and, and it would have been attributed to her yes and, and then she was like, like that, that would have been her big thing, like enough for me to be like, okay, if she makes it the final two or three, whichever they're going to do, I I would be okay with her winning. Yeah, and then she was like, you know what, I uh, I want I really want to go to the final three with Jackson and Nate. Why Jackson? Yeah. Why Jackson? Why Jackson? That made no sense. Because to me. in the beginning of the episode, she's like, my final three is going to be Cat and Nate, and I was like, yes, that's right. Those are the two people you should go to the end with because those are the two easiest people to beat. But then uh, and then later on, she's like, you know what? My final three is going to be uh, Jackson and Nate. And I'm like, why in the world would you not want Cat? You're yeah. going to pick Jackson over Cat yeah, well, to yeah, go well, to the final three? It makes no sense. <laughs> and then she lets, she's like, I got to let Jackson in on my plan. You're going to let Dale's number one person, his sidekick, in on the plan of Blindside and Dale. So so you think Jackson's more of the sidekick? You don't think they're on evil evil level ground? Well, I mean, I would say that Dale was Jackson's sidekick, so they're each other's sidekick, I guess. Okay. Like they're partners. Okay, okay. But, yeah. Why? She, why? That don't make any sense. Why were you wanting to tell Jackson? Like, I get it. In a sense, because she wanted to go to the final three, and if she blindsided Jackson here, maybe he wouldn't be down to go with her to the... I don't know. Even then, it it makes no sense. Yes. For her to want to take Jackson. Yes, especially over Kat, because Kat... Because even in that tribal council where Cooper was asking, he asked Matthew, I think... um, is now a good time to start looking at getting rid of some of the people, these people who are guaranteed to not win, and then it zooms right in on Cat. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, why in the world would she want to get rid? I mean, I tell I, Jackson. I have, I have no idea. I, I don't like probably number one dumb play all season. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, and then Jackson immediately like. Like if if they do awards at the end of the season for dumb plays or whatever other categories, 
Ivy needs Ivy needs that trophy. One hundred percent. I mean, we still got a few episodes left, but yeah. I don't know that anything is going to top that. That was just I. Why you had the numbers? You had enough to get rid of him. Why, of all people, did you want to tell Jackson? And then he immediately is like, he goes to Shannon. He's like, uh, you know, we had this like pinky promise thing, and and that she's bringing up getting rid of Dale to me. What the heck? And then Shannon's like, uh, she was on board with it, and then she starts backpedaling too. Uh, like, so did Jackson tell Shannon about the pinky promise? I don't remember. Well, that I don't think I don't he think did. he did. Okay, yeah. I was about to say because if he did, if I was Shannon, well, I don't know, I would have immediately jumped on that. What pinky promise? Because she wasn't there. Yeah, I know, but and they did, were going to blindside Cat know about it. That's what I'm curious about now because. I, I remember Jackson saying like, "Oh, but then Shannon wasn't there, and I know she's not happy about having to get rid of Cat." But, um, so I don't know. I I it, I don't think we've seen anything where directly somebody told her. So I don't know. But okay, I was I was just wondering because if he did mention it and Shannon didn't jump on that to like. You know, obviously they were trying to work against her. She's definitely wanting to keep Cat around for some reason. Her feelings on Cat have have evolved over the course of the season. Yeah, because pretty much the whole half of the first half of the season was Cat. I can't stand her. Can't stand her. But then she's talking now, like you know what? I kind of realized that me and Cat have a lot of similarities. We you know talk about ourselves. A lot, you know. Cat talks about herself a lot. I talk about myself a lot. So it's like, you know, she, we kind of bonded together. She even brought up, she's like, you know, she talks about the ROTC stuff a lot, which was a direct like strike against her in the early season. I don't. <sighs> Anyways, um, yeah, stupid, very, very stupid by Ivy. I don't understand at all. Like even then, though, even then, if. Shannon hadn't flipped, they still would have had the numbers to make it happen. Yeah, so this was another thing is, um, was it a good move? Should Shannon have stuck with her guns and voted out Dale? Well, I think at that point, um, it shifted from being Ivy's move to Shannon's move. Um, so Shannon, this whole episode, was talking about how everybody was like, yeah, I'm in your final three. And then she's like, well, if I end up in final three and haven't done anything, then I'm going to lose. Um, I mean, she would probably win against Nate and Kat if she could manage to swing that. But even then, uh, like, but since it in the end came down to um, her switching her vote, and then I'm guessing some uh following that she talked to cat and got cat to switch her vote to ivy as well um you know then it becomes her move so i think it would have been a great move for shannon just based off of the fact that it it moved from being ivy's big play to being able to be shannon's big play yeah i think shannon i think she should have voted out dale here i agree 100 percent um Especially considering Dale didn't play his idols, yeah. and he's pretty well stated that he's going to play them at the next two tribal councils. This was literally, if if it's a final three, 
and he wins immunity at Final Four. It's literally last chance that even they even have to get him out. Yeah, that's what I think too. Because yeah, he's got two idols now. He's guaranteed Final Four um, if he does play them at five and or at six and five. So, which I'm I don't see no reason why he wouldn't. <laughs> Mm-mm. And the fact that they're making him cut it off at four. I mean, I don't I don't remember traditional survivor rules as far as TV goes, but I feel like that points heavy to it being a final three. Well, yeah, um, this and it their rules coincide with the survivor rules. Is that it's um, yeah you can play idols up to the final five, and the reason why is they want you at least because if you do find idol after idol after idol somehow similar to like Russell Hans or like Rick Devins, where you're just safe this whole time because of finding idols. They want to have at least one tribal council where you have to survive based off of either winning the immunity challenge or through your social uh, game currency in the game. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, mostly what I was getting at is I'm wondering if that points to a final three more than a final two. But if that's the case, even in TV Survivor, then I guess it's still up in the air. Yeah, it's still up in the air on whether it's going to be. I just have like a gut feeling it's going to be a final three, but uh, maybe it will be a final two. We don't know yet. So Yeah. Who, who do you think makes the most entertaining final two? Like w- not one of them blowing the other one out of the water where it could maybe be a tie. Dale or Jackson, I guess. Dale and Jackson in yeah. the final two. That would be pretty fun. Yeah, I think that would be the closest one. Yeah, don't... Does Matthew really have a chance? I don't know. No, Matthew just seems to be happy to make it from week to week at this point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Matthew picked up on the fact that, oh, you know, all these other people, anybody that's really playing hard and sticking their neck out is going... You know, are the ones that go. So he tries to downplay strategizing and stuff. But I also feel like he's made a lot of bad moves, and a lot of people are picking up on it. Mm-hmm. And not, not to mention that he just gets straight up played by oh. by being last episode. And we have to talk about this whole plan because they tricked me. Because I thought Dale, I thought like, wow, um, Megan must have really freaked Dale out and got him paranoid that. Um, that him and um, Matthew was on the bottom. And then it turns out, like, no, this was a whole ploy by the, the top four of Tokidoki to get... Because, and here it is, uh, Aliza's idol is still haunting them. Because they think, well, there's got to be another idol out there. Where's that El Norte idol? They don't know that Aliza's done been voted out with it so they're still paranoid that somebody has it they think matthew has it so they're like oh if we can get him paranoid enough he'll uh play it play the idol which he did play an idol but it wasn't even a real idol no Uh, and and he just straight up acted like or told them that it was a fake idol i would at least let them quake in their boots a little bit like oh man but even then the plan wasn't ever to put any votes on matthew so i mean i guess it was a smart plan because it, matthew was freaking out and right, right after tails was talking to him he was like yeah 
Matthew ain't got no auto. <laughs> that man took a bow in front of the camera. He's <laughs> like, yeah, there's no doubt now that Matthew does not have the auto. <laughs> So. And then Jackson brought up the fact that maybe Eliza got voted out. Well, he said two because, right, he doesn't know that Dale has two um, with two idols. And I was like, oh, well, that's very perceptive of you, almost. But yeah. he can't. Nobody, I don't, does he, anybody even, aside from Nate, who has no grounds, really, to suspect Dale, does does anybody even suspect that Dale has an idol? Yeah, that's what I don't understand either. Like, why don't they suspect Dale more? Like, no, it, we haven't seen one confessional where people's like, "I think Dale has the idol." I don't know, the, dude. Everybody Except freaking maybe uh, Aliza, but she's yeah. got voted out. So yeah, everybody freaking loves Dale. Yeah, and they don't suspect of it, like having idols or anything. Let's talk about. The immunity challenge, because what, what, what? Let me. Uh, what was your take on that immunity challenge? I I agree with Cat. It should have just been musical chairs. <laughs> well, yeah. Especially if the if the um brain teasers brain teasers were that hard, like they weren't able to figure out any of them. Yeah. So it was called musical teasers and. So it was like music is like a mixture of musical chairs and these brain teasers. And so you can either win by being the last or, or being the last one sitting that gets a chair or to be uh, to win by the being the first to solve the three puzzles. Or I think which I know that they have everything planned out beforehand, but if they would have done a little bit of improv and like brought in a rolling chair for the last two. And just had somebody like handling the rolling chair. Um, after somebody pressed the button, just like ran around with it or something to make it a little bit harder to get to the chair or something. Yeah. Um, like I think in concept, uh, it's a pretty cool challenge. I yeah. think the um, teasers just needed to be a bit easier yeah that's what i think too i think the concept was intriguing like i like the idea of someone pausing it and then they're having to rush back to the chairs yeah r.i.p dale oh my god dale <laughs> he just heard like oh if you if uh advantage if, yeah advantage he just rushes over there screws himself like it was the biggest boneheaded move <laughs> i was like Dale, you just eliminated yourself man. man who was it that was standing closest to him was it ivy it might have been ivy he should have tackled ivy <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, uh dale eliminated ivy um yeah, that's right that's right so yeah shannon was, was the first one out yeah then it was ivy yeah, then there I was somebody it. like he had to reach around them to tap it. He should have just tackled them or like grabbed them while he was going. Oh, to... it might have been Jackson actually. Maybe either yeah. way, he should have just grabbed them and like pushed them towards it while he was. Yeah, big and, brain, big brain, and, Dale. Come on, and come on, swag. He did dad. this for an idle clue that he already has. To an idol he already has. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> now that we bring up the advantage, I keep forgetting that. Um, but uh, that plays into people like, why would he do that if he don't? If he has an idol? Well, he didn't know that they were going to say idol, though. Yeah, but yeah, I guess so. it was like halfway out of Cooper's mouth before he even like he was already over there. <laughs> um, 
But like bringing up advantages, I keep forgetting that Jackson has an advantage. Yeah. When does that run game. out? Is that at Final Four? Oh, it's six. So he'll have to play it next round. Do you think he will? I mean, why not? Yeah. What what it was? Is it still a vote? Yeah. So do you think he tries to steal Dell's vote? I I was thinking about that, and I was like, yeah, if Dell's gunning for him, then yeah, steal Dell's vote, and. Um, when do you think Jackson thinks it would be a good idea or a good time to take Dell out? That's what I don't know. Um, Cause because if it's if it's not going to be used on Dell, then it's just kind of a waste. Yeah, I mean, one of his big moves has to be getting rid of Dell. I think. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, he um, can't. Yeah, I'm but, like, why are you going to take? I maybe he is thinking he can beat Dell in the finals, but. I think that's too big of a risk, and I think he knows that. So, yeah, at some point, his plan has got to be getting rid of Dale, but when? Yeah. It's got to be soon, I think. Yeah. Like, the only thing I could think that Jackson's betting on is a physical challenge to beat Dale. I mean, he's already beaten Dale once in a physical challenge. Granted, it was crawling in a dirt and heat challenge in heat segments. Where, honestly, I think Dell would have been a lot closer to winning had it been everybody just at once. So, if if it comes down to a challenge like that, and Jackson's betting on him previously beating Dell, they would have to compete at that physical challenge at the same time at a Final Four. So, um, that's something that Jackson would, needs to consider if he hasn't. Yeah. And so... Um... I mean, this man was willing to pound his head into a watermelon to win a challenge. What limits are there on what Dale will do besides <laughs> murder, probably? Maybe. Yeah. And um, so also at this challenge, Cooper was saying how, oh, there, there's you know teasers also out in the hall, too. And Kat's like, well, why the heck would you go outside? Because as soon as someone goes outside, they're just going to hit the pause button and then go to the chairs and then you're eliminated. So I was like, yeah, Kat, you're absolutely right. If you go outside, you're, like, screwing yourself. So um, I thought that that was smart, too. And I was like... They all held hands. Yeah, they all held hands because they didn't want somebody, oh, as soon as they go outside, pause it. Well, even then, though, you would have to time it right if you're the person running to pause it. Because you would have to make sure they're out in the hallway far enough that you would have time to run back in, get there, and then get back. Because if they're too close to the door, yeah. then they're beating you inside. Yeah, so it turns out these brain teasers were impossible. Did, uh, <laughs> the ones inside were impossible. The ones outside were impossible. Do you know if they've been posted on Twitter or anything? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I want to know what they were. Yeah, like get, post some. Uh, Survivor Michigan. Post like one or two of them so we I can post see. Post all of them. Ju- yeah, just post how hard. Like, I want to see how hard these things are. Yeah, I, I need to know if I need to judge these people harshly because, I mean, they're all in college. So I would assume that to some degree they have some level of intellect. Yeah, and, and so um, Dale gets eliminated. So it's basically um, at that point. Oh, yeah, and Kat just quits. Basically. I mean, I don't blame her. She's just like, man, this ain't never gonna At end. that point, they're like, just... It was just a kind of a stalemate. Yeah, they're just hovering. And then, so it basically, 
is then it's Matthew Jackson and Nate left, and I thought this was hilarious because Jackson basically fakes Nate into like because I guess they mm-hmm. had like a line that they couldn't cross if the music wasn't paused. So they act like they paused it and rushed back to get it. And so Nate's like, oh, I got to go get to the chairs. And then he fakes him out and he crosses the line and gets disqualified that, from that the challenge. Was, that was really I was smart. like, damn. That was really smart. That's what you get, Nate, for hovering <laughs> at the line. Dang. So, um, yeah. And then it's just Matthew and Jackson. And it's like this stalemate. So they eventually they have to come up with something. And so... Uh, apparently Nate and all everybody else is gone other than Matthew and Jackson who are still in the challenge and Adele and Ivy are on the sidelines. Cooper just got his legs kicked up. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'm here for a while. Let me just chill. (laughs) I mean, it was almost as bad as that. I only know this because I watched some YouTube videos, so, but there was a, I know there was a challenge like early, I think it was like six or seven, probably, of TV Survivor, um, where the challenge was literally holding on to a pole. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, yeah, continue. No, 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 remember. It's Survivor Palau. What season was it? Season 10. It was oh, with, I was, uh, I was off with Tom Westman yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't Ian. Like, I don't like Tom. What? Anyways. Um, you didn't even watch the season, how do you know? Well, you do know Tom from Heroes vs. Yeah, I do. And Tom, Tom, no. He was the one that stood up for people instead of being a bully like James. No, James had fair and valid points. Oh, bullcrap. Listen, I have have other things to say about Tom, but I'm not going to because I don't know That man's a hero. He's a firefighter. He was there at the World Trade Center and all that. Anyways, in T-ways, yeah, it reminded me of that. That's, that's all I wanted to get at. Like, it was just total stalemate. And then they brought it down to a coin flip. Yeah. So, tails never fails. Well. <laughs> but, yeah. So, they started making these negotiations where they were like, all right. You know, none of us want to go home. But, so, we got to vote for somebody. Let's vote for Nate. And Ivy's like, no, no, no. We can't get rid of Nate. Can't get rid of Nate. Um, so, then they're like, well... It can't be none of us. It can't be Nate. So it has to be either Shannon or Kat. Everybody wants to take Shannon to the finals. So by proxy, boom, 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 has to be Kat. So they all, and then they all agree, like, we got to promise that once we leave this room, we're all voting for Kat at the next tribal council. Thank you, promise. And then Ivy was like, I bet I take that. It's us, like, I, I, I take my pinky promises, like, I take them so seriously. I never break a pinky promise. So if, if I do this, you guys can't be switching your vote or anything. And then she's the one that's like, all right, I got to get rid of Dale, which is savage. But it is a good move to get rid of Dale. It was until she told Jackson. And then uh, we do learn that. Um, Dale's grandma passes away, which that that sucks. I hate it for Dale, and condolences to his family and everything. And then, so he's gone. Yeah, and he's gone, and uh, he's he's like, I'm gonna be gone for the next few days. I'm not even gonna think about Survivor, and I just I gotta you know disconnect for a while. And so while he's gone, Ivy's over there plotting to get rid of him. I'm like. That is horrible. What? 
But the thing was, I feel like Ivy was going to get rid of Dale. Like she was already planning to get rid of Dale anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just, you know, it sucks it that just happened that, to coincide. Yeah, happened to coincide what with if, that. What What do you think about that? Because Dale was he was upset. He was like, man, like I know, like I get it. It's a good move, but dang, the week that my grandma dies, and you have to try to like get what? Why not get rid of me next time instead of like getting I, Jackson this time? And I mean. All, all my heart and everything goes out. I'm sure that Dale was grieving really hard. Not downplaying that at all. But as cutthroat as the game is, and as much as you were laughing about Aliza going, you can't really try and play that card. Like, I mean, I, again, I'm sorry, but at the same time, it's it's good gameplay. You just got to get over it. Yeah, he is like the number one threat. He's got yeah. two idols to his name. Yeah, they, it is the best move to get rid of Dale here. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just bad timing. But, and, I mean, it's, it's not like, I doubt Ivy, she seems like a pretty nice person. I doubt she was like, you know what? Now, while he's down, we're going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, she had this, like, she knew she was going to get rid of him at the final seven. She had that plan. So what do you think about them, assuming the plan had gone through, what do you think about them leaving Shannon out? Uh, um, what do you think the fallout would have been had the plan uh, went through to with Shannon? Yeah. Without Shannon knowing. I just feel like I don't like I'm still up in the air on whether or not Shannon knew about that or not. I'm listen, we have no way of knowing. Yeah, I'm not sure if she um, did or not. But I think it's best to assume that she didn't. And just on that assumption, how do you think she would have reacted had another Elisa vote happened with her? Yes, she would have been pissed because um, it's kind of like how Jackson said in this episode where, like, um, he said that Shannon's biggest insecurity is um, having no control over her own game and making it to the end or being just dragged to the end of the game and having no resume to her name. And so... And and he was like, and that's true, kind of. Yeah. And and, I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so, and that was why he was like, you know, now would be the time if she was going to make a move to make a big move, which that's why he was worried about her possibly voting out Dale or or even going after him. But, um, yeah. So she would have definitely been pissed because then she would have been blindsided and she's like, wow, I'm more even out of the loop than I thought. Yeah, but what, what does she do? Like, after that. Like, what... Because she doesn't... It doesn't leave her in a really good position. She has to play ball with everybody at that Yeah, point. that's what she'd have to do. She'd just have to be like, Hey, yeah, y'all got me. Um, we're still good, right? Yeah. So, like... I don't... Like, if that happened, I don't know that Shannon would be able to dig herself out of that hole. And, like, the only way that I see Shannon winning is if the jury just likes Shannon more than everybody else. Because she's got Megan. Um, I think Jack kind of likes her. Um, I don't know about Katie. I don't know about Katie. Um, If Kat went, Kat would like her. Um, I think if... I think Dale was a purist, so I think he would vote for whoever played the best game. And same with Jackson. 
Um, I think Nate would probably vote for Shannon just to spot um, Jackson or Dale, depending on whichever one. If not both of them ended up, if it's a final three. I don't know. I really want them to get Shannon out because I don't want somebody winning just because everybody liked them. I want the best player to win. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Um, one thing I did, uh, I was uh, laughing about after that challenge was uh, Jackson was doing a confessional and it like, ding, like he got a message. From and, Dale. Yeah, from Dale. And he was like, that mother, he <laughs> he just texted me and said, coin flip boy. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, speaking of Shannon, going back to her, um, she got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of confessional time this episode. Yes. I think I was looking on Twitter and somebody that does a lot of like Twitter count or like, um, Analytics. confessional counts and stuff. Did you see that? Uh-uh. But yes, yeah, so they were saying how she got the most confessionals in one episode out of anybody. Yeah. Which doesn't give me good vibes. Kind of, oh, you thinking that? She's oh, God, I swear to God. I'm telling you. I swear to God. I'm telling you. It, it might happen. Uh, if it's not, if she wins and it's not against Nate or Kat, I will be really upset. I, I like, at least with everything that we've seen up to this point. Yeah. So, um, what was it that Shannon was talking about? Because she was good talking about all this bread. And uh, her bread was... Uh, cheese stuffed bread or something. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. Let's see if I can figure out what the name of that was. But, uh, well, why are you trying to figure that out? What do you think about how emotionally invested Shannon is getting into this game? Yeah, because, I mean, it, here's like, do the Do you think thing. she's playing it up at all, or do you think she's serious? Here's what I'm... Because this whole time, Shannon's like, I hate people. People hate, like, I hate everybody here. And she, she like, we've seen confessional, unconfessional about how she hates everybody. And then, yet, here she is crying about, I blindsided Megan. And oh, this is one thing I want to say, because this is what you were talking about before. She could have saved Megan. She was like, uh-huh. uh, Megan, I uh, I could have saved her, but I just I didn't think it was going to be worth it. And and, maybe, and I could have saved her, but I didn't because I didn't think it was going to be worth it. And I was like, yeah, you could have saved her. Mm, and that could have been your big move. <sighs> Anyways, we're, we're this is the first episode in the last few that have been really exciting. So we're not going to we're not going to dwell on what could have been. Yeah, so Shannon, this whole time, talking about how she hates people, and yet here she is crying over having to vote these people out. So it's, it's you, which which way is it, Shannon? <laughs> Make up your mind. I mean, I get it. Uh, whatever persona she was putting on at the beginning is obviously Yeah, it's fake. kind of wore down because she hated Kat. Right. I mean, and you... Nobody, you, nobody dislikes people that much. And you unless gotta, you're just yeah. a straight-up sociopath. Everybody wants friends. Everybody wants to be liked. And I don't I don't know, like, what her actual friendship situation is outside the game. Like, there was that one person walking beside her uh, during that one confessional. So, there was yeah. at least one person she's friends with. Um, so, like, if she was even being remotely serious at the start, um, 
then eventually that is going to wear down because nobody nobody's an island. Everybody wants friends. Everybody wants to be accepted. Yeah, and you got to think that these people, this is a whole semester, and they're, like, talking with each other. They're hanging out. They're strategizing. Like, you're with these people for a long time, and so you build connections. You're talking. You're sharing each other's lives. I'm sure they're talking about their personal, you know, what's happening in their personal lives, too. So it's like, you know, um, they become kind of like a close family almost, I'm sure. And, yeah, to I'm some sure, extent. Yeah, in some regards, uh, I, that's probably true. Um, and if what Shannon was saying is true, like outside the game, she doesn't have very many friends and it's hard for her to make connections. And this is the first time in a long while that she has able to actually been make those, been able to make those kind of connections. Then it's understandable why she would get overly emotional like that. Um, with that said, though, I think it's to the detriment of her game. I think um, in this episode, she let her feelings for how she felt about Dale get in the way of making the better play. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, because the better play for Shannon would have been getting rid of Dale. Right. It's, and, and right. Especially at that point. Like, so, like what I was saying earlier, after Ivy had just went and run her mouth to Jackson, the play then became Shannon's, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like you know, she's she she really liked Megan, but she still voted out Megan. Why not continue with this? Like she was doing things that she personally didn't feel about, and I guess maybe at this point it just became so overwhelming to her. Well, I feel like what it is, if I had to make a guess, just based off of how she was acting, when it come down to Megan, um, the majority of the people that she had made connections with were the people wanting to vote Megan out and maybe a part of her was like well if I don't vote Megan out they're not going to like me anymore and that's just going to be a lot more lost than if I just vote out this one person maybe maybe just spitballing anyways yeah as a possible I, I mean if, if at any point we can talk to her um, maybe we can find out yeah and then this one time when she lets her heart control her things, like she makes the wrong move. I think she should have voted for Dale and sent him home, even though, like, I mean, they were uh, pretty close. And, and and it really made it seem like Dale was, um, like, laying it thick with her, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh if, um, um, who do you trust with your life? Oh, 100%, without a doubt, it's, it's you, Shannon. I trust you in my life. Like I didn't think I could have that relationship Super with somebody. Thick. And then, and then Super it was it was something thick. else where she's like, "Oh, I, you, you're the person I trust the most in this game." Like a hundred percent, no hesitation at all. <laughs> and I, and what sucks about that is, <laughs> I'm sure Shannon knows to a point he was BSing, but I'm sure she also really wants somebody to feel that way about her, and so for. I don't think Dale was doing it in a way to be emotionally manipulative, at least not to, a, but that's what he was doing. And so it's kind of, kind of, I kind of feel for Shannon in that regard. <laughs> and so going into tribal council, here's this big question of did Shannon, um, is she going to vote out Dale? What, what, um, was that like a surprise to you? Were you really like, Oh, did, did she vote out Dale or not? 
Because there was one confessional. I feel like if they had not shown this confessional, I, I felt because it spoiled it for me almost. Where Dale was like, it was a confessional with Dale, and he's like, "Oh, Shannon called me. She told me about the whole plan, and she told me about how it wouldn't be uh, good for her game to vote me out." And I was like, "Damn, there it goes. Like, there's no way Shannon's yeah, well, gonna vote out Ivy. I mean, go well, vote out Dale now." Before we talk about that, um. Do you think it actually would have been bad for Shannon's game not to vote out Dale then? To not vote out Dale? Yeah, to not vote, or to, to vote out Dale, excuse me. I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't either. Like, cause she has Cat. Um, I think Matthew is big, is big move hungry. I think he possibly, she possibly could have brought him in. Um, I mean, she would have to suck it up because apparently she still, <laughs> she still doesn't like Matthew. Um, like, I think her main worries would have to be whether or not she could bring Ivy in. But even then, I think if Shannon aligns herself with Jackson to get Ivy or Nate out, then like, what numbers do Ivy or Nate have at that point? Yeah, you know? and then and then subsequently turn on Jackson, assuming he doesn't win immunity or anything like that. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think it, it would have hurt her game in the slightest. Like, do you think there's any positives that come out from uh, from her not trying to get Dale out? I think Dale trusts her 100%, so he might slip up and tell her stuff like, oh, I have two idols, but... Yeah, but I that doesn't know. change anything if he... What if them. in the off chance... Well, Dale wins the. Well, Dale wins Final Four. He's gonna take her. So I don't know. I mean, she's already got the positives either way. I think because I think everybody wants to take her to the end. Yeah, and that's what well, except I, for Ivy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she wants she, to take Jackson. Yeah, she'd rather take Jackson. <laughs> Which I don't think Ivy wins against Shannon. But so. Were you like, oh, did she, di- or did she, or did she not? Because as soon as I saw that confessional, I was like, 100%, no, she's, I know for a fact she's not voting Dale out. Uh, so I wasn't even like, yeah, don't waste your idols, Dale. Or were you like, Dale, play your idol, play your idol? Um, I really, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that, honestly. I think, um, the fact that it didn't show her talking to Cat that I can remember to let her know like which way to go, um, which I mean, with that said, it never showed her talk- talking to Cat to tell her to vote for Dale either. So I get that would not knowing that was probably like the most like mm, could it go either way kind of part for me. Um, but, no, I didn't really feel like Dale was in trouble uh, after watching just how he was able to basically make her eat out of the palm of his hands. Yeah, I feel like he knew. Because, I mean, this went back to how he was trying to smooth it over after he voted Eliza. Like, oh, I feel so bad. Like, he knows that he can play that emotional card with Shannon. Like, that's how he has to approach Shannon. So, let's go to the Tribal Council. 
uh, and Cooper, he asked, you know, has there been any talk of idols? And Jackson, he's like, you know what? You know, idols bring uncertainty to this game. And um, in times of uncertainty, I go to the good book to, for uh, answers. And uh, so... What's, what is he referring uh, to when he says... The chapter book? 1, uh, or John, or First John, chapter 5, verse 21 says, Dear children, keep away from idols. And uh, <laughs> I, I keep away from idols, and I would hope that my fellow uh, survivors, for their sake, um, also keep away from idols, or they'll be doomed to hell, pretty much, or something. I thought I was so, like, oh my God, <laughs> Jackson, what in the world? Pulling out Bible verses. <laughs> he, is from, he is from Georgia. He's from Georgia. <laughs> Oh man, that was hilarious. That Straight was from the Bible Belt. <laughs> so, um, what else? Oh yeah, I found out what Shannon's bread was. Bosco sticks. Bosco sticks. What is all? What's? I'm learning all kinds about bread now. I um, never knew there was so many types of bread out there. But apparently, it has cheese mixed in with it. Yeah. What is this? Uh, like a cheese stick? <laughs> Mozzarella stick? I mean, really? What kind of cheese is on the inside? Do you know? I don't know. I should have done that research. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> You're failing as Damn. the You're failing as the main host, Josh. But she says dogs gotta eat. And she says it like twenty billion times. She does the the deuces, you know. So I'm peace cu- sign. I'm curious. Um I've this thought has just been kind of hitting me over the last uh, few episodes. So, without commercials, right, a normal TV episode of Survivor is about 40 to 45 minutes long. Um, obviously, this doesn't have commercials unless there's YouTube ads. I and mean, even then, I don't think that there are. Yeah, I don't think that they are. Cause, um, Do you think this ep- these episodes are too long? And do you think there's too many confessionals? Because I'm, I'm personally leaning that way because I feel like it causes a and i mean i guess there are pros and cons to this but i feel like it's it causes a bunch of confusion and makes it really hard to follow like the narrative that they're trying to tell i don't know like personally i never really had that much trouble following along and i feel i think that the extra confessionals and stuff helps develop characters like you get to know these people other than just game and strategy talk which i think is also good for like uh getting to pick your favorites like who do you like oh well this person's kind of funny i like them or you know this person's like you know i think getting to know things other than just gameplay and strategy from these people help people be invested in them not only as like players but characters right and i get that but at the same time, I was like, you know, this whole cooking with with Shannon thing, completely unnecessary. <laughs> completely unnecessary. Don't gotta eat. <laughs> like there was nothing of substance in there for me, from what I can tell. I don't know. I was just curious because, like with TV Survivor, there's an obvious narrative that they're trying to tell because they already know who wins, and so yeah. they're framing it around that and also around possible other winners to subvert us and all that just to kind of keep us off the trail 
and I, I'm kind of I'm kind of missing that a little bit. Um, anyways, I was just curious. Um, just a thought that's been kind of sitting there over the last few episodes. Uh, yeah. Um, so one thing that I thought was kind of interesting at the beginning was when Cat was or when um, Shannon was talking about Cat. And Cat was like, "Oh, I think I should just disqualify myself or get disqualified or something." And and this was what I was talking about last episode, where when I was talking about how Nate was saying how some people are just playing for the, their tribe and not for themselves. And I was like, "Oh, that's Cat." And then she has a confessional here where she says, "Like, well, I know I'm gonna be kind of screwed once uh, uh, we get down to Toki Doki, because that's what I was really just gunning for was getting Toki Doki to the final six, and I'm basically just playing to kind of get." who I want to get further. So, yeah, I was like, man, mm-hmm. I was she, glad that we didn't have very many confessionals from cat this episode. Like it was but, shocking to me to think that she was just like, oh, I'm just going to get disqualified. But I mean, there've been people in survivor who just quit and TV survivor who've quit. So yeah, it's not like the most far fetched thing, but most of that's because they're away from home i mean they got their comfort they're not starving to death or anything right and we don't see them i mean they may because we don't see everything but we don't see them like just straight up disrespect the game but i don't know i'm i'm a little curious as to why like if there's any kind of spite from production towards Kat for how she's acting, or if there's a reason that they've gone out of their way to show all this. I don't know. I thought that there was, there was at least some shade thrown at Kat when Cooper was like, Oh, do, um, is there any thought of getting rid of people who are definitely not going to win? And then it's like, zooms in on Kat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And there was, so when Ivy's talking and getting people to vote out Dale, she goes to Nate, and Nate has a confession where, like, I'm ready to get rid of Dale. Like, who is this 30-year-old trying to play with us, like, college kids? And he's like, you have a wife. Like, I'm sure his wife is over there like, oh, aren't you going to come home for dinner? No, I got to search for some idols. I thought that was funny. <laughs> he's like, are you going to come home for dinner? No, I got to find hidden immunity items. God forbid that people will be passionate about what they're doing, I guess. (laughs) Let's just make fun of people for their passions. Good job. Why are you talking about ROTC all the time? If I can go back to college and play a college survivor, I would. I'm 32. That's that's, (laughs) that's stupid to heckle people over something that they're passionate about. Get over yourself. Stop talking about ROTC all the time if if you have a problem with people talking about what they're passionate about or what they enjoy doing or giving 100% in something. I don't know where that came from, but like after you repeated that to me, I got pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Um... Oh, there is something I wanted to say. Um, when they introduced the jury... Oh, uh, yeah. just walking in with a... <laughs> I wonder what he was drinking. I mean, that's not... I've seen tribal... Like, on season one, I think either the first or second tribal council, they came in with drinks. So, um... Like, Jack has become an alcoholic after leaving 
after uh, getting yeah. voted out. He, he's got some serious <laughs> depression that he might he might need clinical help for. Yeah, there was one thing where Dale he hears from Jackson like, "Oh, Ivy's got this plan," and Dale's like, "You know, uh, I'm like a mob boss. I got my people out there. You know, they're gonna come to me. I got my informants. You try to come after me, they're gonna tell me. They're gonna let me know. You think you're gonna come after the mob boss?" So did Shannon Swag Daddy? I think I remember Dale saying this, but did Shannon go to Dale and tell him about it, or did Dale ask her? I think Shannon called him and told him about it. That was the confessional, because uh, Dale was like, oh yeah, Shannon called me and told me about the, the plan of getting rid of me. And that's when I was like, oh crap, well, Shannon's definitely not going to vote out Dale now if he just straight up, if she straight up told him about the plan. Sorry. And Shannon, that was your opportunity. That was your opportunity, friend. You could have done it. Uh, yeah, and there was that when Shannon was like crying about her conflicting, like, oh, I, I love Dale, but I got to get rid of him. And her like neighbors next door were like hollering and screaming. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Her neighbor was like getting into a fight or something. I don't know. Um, see if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. Um, I like how when Dale voted, he drew like the pinky and he was like, oh, stinky pinky, Ivy. You got stinky pinky because your pinky promises mean nothing. That's not what stinky pinky means. <laughs> no. that's, that's not what stinky pinky means. Do you know what that's from? I don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not going to. I'm not going to say. Don't Google it either. I'm sure you get some weird stuff. <laughs> All right, so is there anything else that we need to talk about? Um, overall, this is probably the best episode in probably like the past four or five. I'm really glad that people have started trying to make other plays, even though it kind of fell through. Um, and I'm a little upset with Shannon for not you know, following through with it. But hey, kudos to Ivy. You know, She tried to make the play. And, you know, got to see even more reason why I think Dale has played the best game, period, in this season so far. All right. Is that it? That's it for me. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Analyst Podcast. We want to hear your feedback. Um, Yes, tell us. Survivor Michigan, tweet out some uh, those brain please <laughs> please also is it doggy dog world when you were little or did you always know it was dog eat dog did, did have you ever heard of that tv show dog eat dog no with the the blonde woman that was the host because i remember i remember watching it and they had like survivor people there I, I had a bunch of people from season one like sue hawk i think richard hatch was on there but there was like a bunch of like obstacle courses or something i don't know it was an interest i used to watch it all the time and i can't exactly remember it now but there was a show called doggy I've dog never in my life heard of that so before we go just to share a little bit of my own trauma the first time that i learned that it was pronounced or the saying was dog eat dog um was when i said it said doggy dog to my mom and she laughed at me <laughs> and it was like, uh, Dustin, it's, it's dog eat dog. Like, she wasn't laughing at 
me per se, but she was uh, definitely laughing at the fact uh, <laughs> that I was saying it wrong. Oh, so there was two seasons of this show that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It aired back in 2002. Um, the host was a blonde woman. There's a one picture of her wearing a choker. <laughs> so, well, no, there's at least two. So she may have wore a choker the whole season. She was um, very fashion forward or fashionable. I don't know. I think chokers are coming back in, or maybe they already came in and left again. I don't keep up with. I don't keep up with fashion. I'm a very unfashionable person. Yeah, don't ask me about fashion. I'll just go around with t-shirt and jeans. Oh man, you little you got your little button-up shirt yeah. going on. I mean, I might throw one, on one of those every I mean, now and then. And you, you wear Vans every now and then. I mean, you had that one pair that you wore a hole into. I, I do not like shoe shopping, and I will wear shoes until they have, until I'm pretty much walking right out of What them. is so bad about shoe shopping, Josh? Well, number one, shoes are expensive. Dog, you and just, you I, just. I just don't like going to town in general. Listen, we're not going to talk about your finances, but you make enough money to where that is not an issue at all. Not not here, not where we live. Maybe somewhere else where the cost of living is higher. Maybe if you were in Michigan, that wouldn't be. But here is, is get you some more Vans, dog. I see them them Walmart shoes that you that you bought. Yeah, they were ten dollars, man. <laughs> That was a good deal. I'm going to wear them until they get a hole in them. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we out of here. All right. We will see. All right. We will be back next week recapping episode 11. We're getting down to it. Uh, there should only be, what? This was episode 10. Two more episodes, I think. Is it 13 or 12? I think it's 12. I think they historically, anyway, been 12, but there could be 13. So there may only be two more episodes. So does that mean there's going to be two eliminations next episode if it's not a top? Maybe no, not. it has to be. Two. I think the finale will be extended, like maybe a two-hour finale. So that's going to be a long recap. Good lord! And there's no commercials, so <laughs> it will literally be probably two four hours. Yeah. So, yeah, if it, especially if it's going to be a final two instead of a final three. It's going to be... Oh, please let it be a final three. <laughs> please. But we will be back next week recapping hey, episode... Hey, do a fire making challenge. Episode 11. Do a fire making challenge. Survivor Michigan Wolverine Wars. And until then, we will see you guys next time. Do a fire making challenge. Bye. Dogs got to eat. <laughs>